growing up the way that I did, wanting to be perfect, my sister and I were overweight. We would be called Bertha Butt. I had those teachers tell me that I wasn't good enough. My medical records is the way that they described me. Depressed, fearful, frightened, angry, helpless, hopeless, depressed, worthless, detached. And now I'm speaking to like 800 of you. And I'm not patting myself on the back, I'm really not. Our experiences, both good and bad, make us who we are. And a big one for me is my battle with mental illness and my stay in the mental hospital. It's my story, I'm not embarrassed, and it's the story that brings me to send you a long distance hug every single week. So welcome friend to Consider Yourself Hugged episode 57. Today's hug, peace after losing a loved one. I am Dr. Tammy West, here every week to bring you tips on living a life that brings you mental and emotional well-being. So last week, no, last month, I was so blessed and thrilled to speak at Hopkinsville, Kentucky Middle School at their parent-teacher conference event. It was the second time that I have done that. And that night, I met Claudia, and Claudia shared her story. Um, Claudia and her husband, Patrick, have two boys, Lucas and Nicholas, and on March 2nd, 2018, Nicholas passed away in the night. At the young age, he was only 19. And Claudia was just mentioning to me that he left a legacy. And I immediately, because of her sweet spirit and just the fact that she had this peace with her son's death, just just said to me, I have to share this with you. Now, we recorded this on March 2nd, which was two years to the date after his death, but it was also before this pandemic that we're going through. And so I just wanted to say before you listen to her that you you may have lost someone to this illness, or maybe your loss isn't death at this point, but maybe you're separated from family or your elderly parents or your children. You know, I have both of those things. I have a father who um, has myeloma, multiple myelomas returned, and he went into the hospital, and now he's in a rehab center, but we can't visit him. We can't see him at all. My children, I have one in Orlando. I have two out on the West Coast, so some of the children aren't living here. We've lost finances. I mean, you understand. We're all going through a difficult time, and I truly believe that Claudia's words will inspire you through this time. She's just so sweet and has such a calm, soothing tone about her. I'm just really excited to bring this. She sent me her bio, which I copy and pasted in the show notes. And she sent, I think, 13 or 14 pictures of her special family. So all of those will be at the bottom of the show notes. So now I'm going to shut my mouth personally, and I'm going to bring to you the sweet story of Claudia. I, after we met in Kentucky a few Mm -hmm. weeks ago, you shared just a little bit with me that you had been through a difficult situation and we barely had time to talk, right? I mean, it was right. Right. It was, yes, it was. It was very short. So I thought, well, let's just wait and I'll hear her story when we chat. So can we just start a little bit with that? Like what's what's your story, Claudia? What, what did you go through that brought you where we are today okay what I went through is that me my husband and Lucas his brother 
lost, uh, we lost a son, he lost a brother, and he died today is actually anniversary, two year anniversary. So this podcast is is like a, like an honor to him too, you know. No, I'm so, sorry. Can you back up for a second? Who was Lucas? Lucas? Uh, I'm sorry, that's his brother. His yeah, you know, his only brother. Okay, so wait, let me make sure so that who's whoever's listening has everything. So you and your husband, and what is his name? Uh, Patrick. So you, Claudia, and Patrick had have two sons. Yeah, what did you know? Mm -hmm. right. So Lucas is is your son that's still with you. Yes, yes. Uh -huh. How old is he? He is uh, twelve, but he's going to be thirteen on the uh, sixth of April. Wow! And then tell me his brother's name. Uh, it was Nicholas. Nicholas, and you lost Nicholas when? Uh, today, uh, two years ago. Two years. That was uh, yes, second of March, two thousand eighteen. Oh me, uh, let me see. It was a school day and a work day for my husband. Um, I woke up to to uh, wake both the boys up, whatever, and um, and so I went over to Nicholas because usually he would be up, and I went over to him and um, and I touched him, and he was cold, and I let him scream out and say, "My husband, he's cold." Oh, Claudia. Yeah, and and it's like wow, it hit us. I mean, we never expected this to happen. It was like. You know, a shock. Yes. And so, um, and then, um, you know, called nine one one. They came and they said they couldn't do nothing. He already been dead for a while and stuff. And then, um, let me see. We now, had our church. How how old was he? He was a nineteen, about nineteen and a half, kinda. In October, he would have been twenty. And so, had he been sick? He had like uh, epilepsy, kind of like, you know, he was off and on. It was not like, you know, everyday thing. And, um, and sometimes, you know, if you would have it at nighttime, we would hear it. But this time, uh, God didn't allow us to hear anything. You he, mean not even his brother? Mm -hmm. You would hear him? He, he yeah. would have a seizure? Yeah. Or? Yes, yes, we would hear it. Yeah. Uh -huh. okay, but, but you did yes. not? No, not a thing, not even his brother. That's right. You know, they slept in the same room. Uh huh. Wow. So, yeah. so you, you called 911 and they came and I'm sorry, you started to tell me something about your church. Oh, then, uh, yeah, we called, you know, our pastor and stuff and they, they all came over, whoever came, you know, and so that was nice to have that support too from them. Oh and then, um, yeah. And then, uh, you know, had the funeral, had the viewing, all that. And, uh, and then after that, we found out so many things about our son. We didn't even know that uh let me see he knew he was gonna die we didn't because he would uh let me see he couldn't keep his mouth you know to himself he would always tell things that he sometimes wasn't supposed to you know so but, I'm sorry, you said he knew he was going to die but and you found yeah, he, out later yes after he died that certain you know certain people came to us and told us that what he said you know mm -hmm. wow because, yeah, some people, you know, came up and say, yeah, they had told him just a week before he died that he's going home, that this is not my place, you know. I'm going to have a new job next week. And, and then he, these were friends, these were friends of his, like people. No, they, that actually, told this, this was uh, somebody from church, an adult okay. that he never talked to before, really. And he told this lady and then another lady's kind of like the same thing. And he never really talked to her either. 
And they, after, you know, after the funeral or whatever, two weeks after that, they came to me and told me all this. And it's like, wow. And then his ex-girlfriend, my son had told her just two days before he died, that's what she said, kind of, is that uh, Nicholas, he told her to, um, to watch over me, my husband, and Lucas when he's gone. <sighs> yeah, so he knew, but God, you know, shut his mouth. Shut his mouth. The Holy Spirit, you know, mm -hmm. shut his mouth from talking to whom? Yes, to, to for us to know anything. For you, I mean, to we know. had. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Uh huh. Well, and when we when we talked, I know what just striked my interest so much is, and I don't know exactly how you said it, but you told mm -hmm. me that he had talked about things that he was going to do to like change the world, and then you said now he wasn't here any longer, but you realized he already had. Something oh yeah, in school, in school, yes, in school, uh, he was uh, talking in one of his classes. He was ministering there, you know, talking about God and stuff, and they would call him Pastor Nick. Oh, and we had a prophecy like I don't know four or five, six years ago, whatever. Anyways, a prophecy over him that he's going to be well on pastor, you know. And I that's, thought, he, you know, I, yeah. And so I thought, me and my husband thought, well, it's going to be, you know, well on pastor, like on TV or whatever, you know. Yes. But we learned not to put God in a box because God has, you know, different ways than what we think. Mm. And then we found out, though, he was called Pastor Nick. He was a pastor around his, you know, um, environment, you know, where he was at. Was that in high school? Middle in high school. school. Yes, high school. High school. Had he and graduated then, yet? Yeah, he did. He did. He was uh, a special needs, you know. You couldn't oh, tell, okay. but he was special needs, okay? But he did, he did graduate, and then, um, and then those people from that class, whatever, some of them, uh, he, t I guess, touched them that they started going back to church, too, of what oh he said. Mm -hmm. And after, and no, at the viewing, some, some of the coaches and the teachers came up, and the principal and said, yeah, he prayed for me when I was, you know, whatever had going on, he prayed for me, and we didn't even know all this. So did you, what did you know? before he he died did you know all of the did you did you know some of the difference he was making or did you really oh i did i know i did i did i did some of it but mm -hmm. not everything you know i knew you know he loved god and he would you know talk about god to other people mm -hmm. even in the stores he didn't know him he just went up to them and talked to them and then if he would see somebody um like you know in a wheelchair or whatever he said can i pray for you and that's what he would do isn't that how we're all supposed to live? And yet he was out there doing it. Right, right. And and to be doing it in school and just out in stores and in the world, that's a big deal. It, it is, it is, yeah. So his, so Lucas, his brother, they were how many years apart? About eight, about something eight. like that. About eight, so, mm -hmm. Tell me about their relationship and what it was like and, and how Lucas responded to this. Oh, okay. Their relationship was, you know, brothers, they fight. <laughs> and it was like back and forth. It was like, uh, it wasn't quiet when, when, you know, Nicholas was around. And, um, and now, and Lucas, um, when his brother died, he, I still remember what he said. He said, Baba, I miss you 100%. Oh. No, I love you 100%. That's what he said. I love you 100%. Wow. Yes, that's what he said. Mm -hmm. And he was in elementary school, I guess. Yes, when... yes, yes, he was. Mm -hmm. So 
and and so what did he take away from from his death did, does he does he have the amount of faith that his brother did does he have the same heart or were they very different uh, different different very different lucas um mm, let me see nicholas you know he showed more you know about his relationship with god kind of thing you know mm-hmm. and lucas i mean he's still young too he is. but um but he's more reserved mm. right at, at right now but it you know that could all change you know yeah but you said he's, uh-huh. you said he's 12 yeah he's gonna be 13 in april mm-hmm. 13 yeah he's still mm-hmm. right wow. yeah and then uh but another thing that happened at the viewing you know in the casket mm-hmm. that lucas um he he went over to the casket but it was just him that you know stood stood there whatever and nicholas in the casket okay we know his it was just the body okay nicholas was not there but however god did it uh nicholas smiled twice at his brother really yeah i mean that's something i never heard before okay but lucas said he smiled twice at me oh my gosh like to give like kind of like give lucas some kind of peace something whatever god did it, you know i don't know yes to leave him with with a memory right. of his brother this special right exactly right right and that's you know totally god you know mm-hmm. well what else would you want people to know about nicholas and and his legacy and then and so the the podcast is about mental and emotional well-being and you know just the way that we think and the way that we speak and the way that we treat people and the way that we feel during tough times so i'll maybe ask to see if you have any advice for people but what else do you want us to know about nicholas because this is a special day march 2nd right right yeah yeah well what i've learned is well let me see you appreciate you know somebody when you lose it you're like you don't know what you had you know and the things that you see later on it's like wow he was very family oriented you know Mm -hmm. and that you know if there would be a fight at home whatever you know what happened and he would like try to keep the family together. He wanted to do things as a family. He's and a um, peacekeeper, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah. And so, um, and uh, yeah, I mean, he liked everybody. He went up to everybody. He was very God-minded, you know, focused. He loved God. He loved talking about the word. And he uh, liked to write down scriptures. And he, he, uh, let me see, he liked writing notes to people too, like to his teacher, to his bus driver, even to his pastor, he wrote a note. And I still got um, letters that he wrote me that I, I cherish, you know, as long as he, I'm here on earth, that I have, you know, I can go back to it. Mm-hmm. So special. It, mm-hmm. um, how how did you get through claudia i don't want to okay feel bad but how because there's going to be people listening right who have been or we all will go through tough times exactly how did you get through that okay what i can say is god if it wouldn't have been for god having a relationship with him yes i don't know how i would have done it and for my church family I'm thankful for them too because they they helped us through it too. And I'm I'm going to push you a little bit more if you don't mind. No, go ahead, go ahead. So, 
because I want, I want to hear about both of those elements of God and people. So mm-hmm. when you mm-hmm. say God, mm-hmm. because, and you know, I'm a follower, I'm a Christian. Right. Um, so I understand what you mean, but right. everybody may not. So do you, what, when you say God, how did God comfort you? Was okay, it through well, prayer? Was it through, how did that happen for you? Well, first, you got to have a relationship, of course, with Jesus. You got to give your life over to him in order to really, you know, talk to God and be comforted by him. But it's by praying to him and talking to him and just reading the word mm-hmm. and sitting in his presence, that kind of stuff. That's really good. So it's the relationship first. Right. Exactly right. Mm-hmm. And then let's talk about the people part. Um, I just finished editing a podcast with a a woman who talks about we need um oh how did she say it we need god with skin sometimes meaning we we need people and she talked about the way people helped her get through her battle with cancer so how did people how did they help you what is why do we need people during these tough times why to kind of help us through it to kind of like uh just because they, you know, some people and from church that brought us food that was, you know, nice help. That's a big like deal. For, yes, like for a week about maybe, I don't remember, I think it was about a week that brought us food and because I didn't want to eat. Well, no, I ate, okay. But the hardest thing for me was I couldn't cook for two or three months. Mm. I told my husband, I'm sorry, but we got to go out to eat. I could not cook because that was the hardest thing for me because Nicholas liked to eat, okay. And so I just couldn't get myself to cook. Cooking was a special thing. It, it was because he liked the things that I liked, you know, a lot. And so we enjoyed that. And, um, and so, and he enjoyed shopping. So he, he was always, yeah, shopping. Oh, chopping. I thought you said shopping. You enjoyed shopping. No, no, no. Shopping. Yeah. So we, we went shopping together. He liked that. And my young, youngest son, he don't like shopping. So. I wouldn't think most boys that age would. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, but, um, but yeah, the people, um, let me see, how God used is like, they helped us through it. And there were other people that gone through the same thing. And so they could comfort us with the same comfort that they received from God, you know. Mm-hmm. Do, do you, in your mind, do you have a time frame where the pain, I hate to say got easier but when you began mm-hmm. to start living life again maybe huh you know what i don't know because it's a daily process you know it still is it, mm-hmm. i think it still is i mean it's gotten better you know but uh hmm because i'm okay some days but some days you know i cry i mean it's not like i cry all day you know kind of thing but um but the pain is still there. Mm, I'm not sure if I would call it pain. Mm. But maybe it is. I don't know. But it's like that that void, you know, kind of thing that I miss them, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, is there anything, anything else that you would want someone to hear? About? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Because Nicholas would want the same thing. He would want them to make Jesus their savior. Oh. To give the heart over to the Lord so they can be, you know, once they die, that they could, you know, go to heaven too. I well, know that's what he would want to. 
What an amazing legacy for your son to leave. Yes. Looking back, it sounds like there are a lot of things that you see that now it all falls into place. It does. Like it was not a mistake for him to go, even though, you know, us as parents, you know, I didn't want him to go, you know, I would want him here, but I know it was his timing to leave this earth. His, his job was done, you know? We were in our church yesterday and um, our pastor was talking about death and that we tend to, sometimes as Christians, we say, oh, well, you know, they're in a better place and all that, which we know is true on one hand, but on the other mm-hmm. hand, death is painful. It is painful for those right. who are left. Right. Mm-hmm. And even we know those things, you know, just like you said, we aren't guaranteed tomorrow and God has a plan and he will bring us home when he's ready. Right. But I am so grateful for you that he has left such a legacy for you to hold on to for the rest of your life. Right, right, right. Yeah. And then you are talking about this, Claudia, to all of these other people. And we know God's word will not come back void. And hallelujah. No, someone's going to hear this. Multiple someone's are going to hear this and give their life to Christ. Yes, because that's the only way. We cannot be good enough. That will not get us to heaven. No, it will not. Mm-hmm. Well, I I have just, I'm so blessed and honored that you shared his story, especially on this anniversary. And yeah. I, I just can't thank you enough. No, I thank you for even, you know, approaching me. I mean, that, that's to me something totally out of my comfort zone. I know. <laughs> Claudia and I talked about this and she said, um, (laughs) let me think about this, but you know what? God told her she needed to do it, right? Yeah, it was all, yeah, I knew it's because, you know, I was thinking it's like, yeah, I can help somebody else and they can come to the Lord, you know, Mm -hmm. even just one soul, it don't matter. Well, you're amazing. And I don't know if you would be able to do this, but I, when I put the show notes to go with the podcast um if there are any pictures that you would want to send me so we can you know listeners can can see who nicholas is that's completely up to you but i would love to see him okay sounds good and now uh can i send some from his brother too or just nicholas what do you what do you want you send me whatever you would like anything about anything that you think would just be honorable to him and to your family i would love to have it Sounds All right, good. dear. Well, you are a very special woman and thank you. I know we're going to stay in touch and I know that you are going to change lives. So just know that. It's actually, you know what? It's not me. It's God is going to do it because I don't can do nothing. Well, through you. God. Right, right, right. Yeah. So bless you yeah. and bless your family and thank you for all that you're doing. And, and thank you for allowing me to speak on here, even asking me. That's a blessing to me too. Well, mutual, mutual. So, well, we will talk soon. Okay. Thank you. God bless you too. Yeah. God bless Uh you. Uh Bye. And sadly, that's our time for today. What did I tell you? Could you just not, even though you don't see her, although you can see her in the picture in the show notes, can't you just feel the love in her spirit that comes out? I hope her story will bless you as much as it blessed me. She's truly special and Nicholas has a legacy that will live on forever. I am praying every day for our country, 
our leaders, our healthcare teams, all the people affected, you who are listening every single day. I hope that you'll join me in doing that and in staying mentally and emotionally healthy. I am still going to continue to ask you to please pass the show link along to a friend or two. Subscribe, download, review wherever you are listening. Uh, Look around here on my website to get information if you would like for me to speak at your next event. Okay, that's assuming that you're on my website, but it's TammyWest.com. I would love for you to follow me on Facebook, all those other social media outlets, and the links are in the show notes at the very bottom. If you are a woman and you haven't joined my private Facebook group, The Stress Club, please do that now. It is going to be your daily source for just exiting this life life of stress. And what a better time to do this than right now. So the link will be in the show notes as well. Thank you so much for listening, for growing our community. And I will end as I'm trying to end every time. I pray that each day you remember, and it's so important now to love, to serve, to feel worthy, to grow, to connect, to change, and to be the best person you can be for yourself and for the other humans in your world. We are all in this together. And until next time, consider yourself hugged.